From coast to coast across America, it's the U.S. Property Podcast with the latest real estate news, interviews, and market trends. And welcome back to the U.S. Property Podcast as we focus on the very latest in real estate property news from around the country. Of course, we cover the latest trends, forecasts, and predictions, all pretty important when it comes to real estate. And we are available on iHeartRadio this morning, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as Amazon. Now, the Californian housing market, what is it doing? Well, it has seen upward trends in prices. S&P are reporting San Diego's home prices have surged 8% annually. That is second to only Detroit's 8.2%. Los Angeles' Orange County saw a 7.2% rise, while San Francisco climbed 2%. Now, what is happening nationwide? I can hear you ask. Well, prices jumped 5.4%, marking 2023's peak, and the low inventory remains a driving force. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And high-cost markets like San Diego may see some moderation. However, significant price cuts aren't expected in the next two quarters. So let's catch up this morning since we are talking about San Diego. Let's catch up with Greg Cummings from the Greg Cummings Group. And good morning to you, Greg. Great to have you on. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. I really, uh, really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. Now, as a, a San Diego coastal resident of the, the local beach communities there, you've uh, had your hand in real estate, just for our listeners, 18 years of servicing the local industry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, I, I actually often say it, it goes back even further than that, because I bought my first home at the ripe age of 19 and learned a lot during the process. But yeah, as far as a professional, it's been uh, been since about 2005. Wow. Well, we've got that in common because I bought my first old 1930s villa at the same age of 19, actually had to sell back in the day, which was a a Mazda RX-4 coupe, and all of the boys, the friends said, are you crazy? What do you mean you're going to sell the Mazda to buy a home? (laughs) I love it. I was moving from the Dallas area in Texas to Austin. My grandmother had passed away and she didn't have much money, but she left me a little bit, like $5,000. And my mom said, you're going to buy a house. And I I didn't want to. I was a punk kid. And I said, no, I don't want to buy a home, mom. And I tell you what, mom insisted on it. And I ended up renting out the rooms to friends at market rent, actually a little bit below. And uh, because of that, I managed to live for free. It was one of the best investments I've ever made, period. So it just goes to show if if you're younger and you're listening to the podcast this morning and your mother has said you've got to get into property, make sure you always listen to mum when it comes to, to property. That's right. That's right. I mean, on top of the ability to uh, live pretty much financially uh, independent from paying rent at that point, uh, you know, it grew my credit. We grew equity. We moved that on and sold it uh, and moved it on to a better property. And, you know, another little interesting tidbit about this is when I went to sell, I actually did what, you know, we refer to in the U.S. as for sale by owner. And, you know, nowadays, you know, of course, being an agent, we always want to try to help those those homeowners out selling their home. And I tell you what, 
I learned a lot of lessons during that process. Ultimately, could have caused me a lot of legal pain just because I didn't know better. So that's the lesson that I feel should also be uh, learned in the, in this discussion as well. So. Yeah, that's a good good lesson. Now, San Diego, obviously very, very popular with its favourable climate, beaches, also diverse job opportunities. But just in terms of the, the landscape, you are somebody that likes to get out, do, do a bit of surfing. You like to do some backpacking, you said. It's really made for the outdoors, isn't it? It absolutely is. And we, I mean, you know, here it is and it's 75 and sunny. I mean, that's like the typical day here, 75 and sunny. It's so often it's like this. It almost gets a little redundant, to be honest with you. And you enjoy it when you get a little weather or rain, (laughs) as as odd as that might seem to hear. Yeah. And if you like uh, to go out and, uh, you know, take take in a band here and there around uh, San Diego, you are the, the drummer in a band called Offshore Drift. So look out for Greg on the drums. That's right. That's right. You know, we uh, we, we, we disbanded for a bit. And then, uh, you know, at the end of, of 23, uh, you know, we started, um, you know, getting, uh, you know, a little bit back together again. And, and next thing you know, we're here we are playing again. So it's been it's been a it's been a fun little run for sure. Well, Greg, I guess we should talk a little bit more about real estate, not so much the drums, but uh, nice to know that uh, you're in in that band. And let's uh, swing into San Diego because for last year, for 2023, it really was considered one of the, the hottest real estate markets in California. And when you take into consideration just how much real estate is in California and some very desirable areas. I mean, that's quite a big mantle, isn't it? It sure is. You know, for years, we had a big run up that happened right around, you know, COVID 2020, where, you know, people could work remotely. And what happened was people that were in Los Angeles, San Francisco, the Bay Area that are paying even crazier prices said, wait a minute, San Diego, the weather's better. You know, there's just so much going on down here. And and as, as expensive as it was, it was a value for these buyers. And so we saw so many people coming in from these areas and buying up homes like you would not believe. And that that's a large part of what the, the run-up on, on the pricing was caused from. Yeah, and I've mentioned this before, that last year, Zillow data indicated that home prices in San Diego were rising faster than any other part of the state, which uh, is very impressive. And I want to talk about the the zip code of 92103, north of downtown San Diego, experienced, they say, the largest six-months home price increase in California and it had a rise of over 5%. Yeah, I would I would not disagree with that at all. I mean, they, I, in fact, if anything, I could uh, if I ran the the numbers it might even be higher than that based off what's going on countywide and in other zip codes. Now, the San Diego area, it has experienced low housing supply levels with a 1.5 month supply of homes for sale. Now, that was back September, October 2023 last year, well below historical norms. I just want to come back to that 1.5 month supply of homes. Some people, some of our listeners won't really know what that means. So, Greg, just explain that. 
Yeah, and even it, it, it came up even a little towards the very end of 23, more like a 1.8 month supply. Um, you know, and what that means is uh, we, uh, we like to use a term called the absorption rate. And what that means is that if no other homes came on the market, it's how many months it would take to sell off the existing inventory. And there's a gauge that you can use for this. Again, it's sort of a ballpark, uh, you know, indicator of what's going on. And basically, you know, anything up to about a about a six month supply, give or take, uh, is a balanced market. And if you go under that six month supply, you're leaning into a seller's market. If you go over that supply, then you lean into a buyer's market. And just to put that in perspective of how low that is, you know, when we had the downturn in 2008 into 2009, there were areas that were 12, 14, 16 months supply of inventory. I mean, just a, a complete contrast to what we're seeing right now. And, you know, one of the big constrictors on this um, inventory is that, you know, homeowners took advantage of these insanely low rates that were in the high twos and low threes and refinanced. Why would you sell if you if you, you know, have the don't need to sell, turn that into a rental property, you know, if you need to move out of it. And that's what's going on. And it's a it's a huge uh, impact on the amount of homes that we have for sale. Now, you're talking about a balanced market. Here we are in February of 2024. If you look ahead to the first six months for 2024, where are we going to land? What is your prediction for a balanced market for San Diego? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I don't predict seeing the amount of inventory that we would need coming on the market, you know, to where we would get even to a balanced market. I think we're going to continue to see it increase um, you know incrementally as we go further into the year and really a lot of this has to do with what rates do because the affordability is just is what's really getting crushed out here right now um, you know with interest rates the way they are so um, there's so many buyers that are sitting on the sidelines waiting for you know a, a better interest rate and a better interest rate could be subjective to that buyer some people need to wait till it's in the five some are okay with sixes so uh, you know at every tier you'll see more buyers come into the market and they're going to try to gobble up whatever inventory is available. So that's, um, you know, uh, it's anybody's prediction how this will play out. Um, I definitely don't want to try to you know, say that I'm um, going to predict something that I absolutely cannot do, but that, that's sort of where I see it going at this point. And last year, some parts of San Diego, they were selling uh, pretty quickly with a median of just 14 days on the market. So do you think that that's uh, likely to continue to see some of those uh, really short days on market for the first six months of 2024? You know, uh, it really depends on the supply demand ratio. And, and then again, what these rates do is as far as how many buyers come in, because, you know, what was going on previously was that, uh, you know, uh, basically from about May of 2020 till about May of 22, where things were just so out of control, uh, you know, buyers were just trying to grab anything they could because the rates were so low. And, you know, uh, market times, I mean, 14 days, that's, you know, factoring in some, you know, higher in homes that automatically take longer to sell. If you start going down lower in a price point in a given area, 
you know, that days on market is going to be more like four to seven days. I mean, it was just absolutely nuts and it needed to slow down. It really did. Yeah. And just to that point, based on some current supply and demand dynamics, they are predicting that home prices in the San Diego housing market could continue to rise in 2024, favouring sellers over buyers. Is that the way that you see it as well? I do for the most part. If anything, uh, you know, I could see it, you know, tapering off and just kind of, you know, staying at a, a consistent level as far as the pricing is concerned. Because towards the end of the year, we were seeing, you know, sellers that would put their properties on the market. They were pricing it based off, off, you know, comparable sales that were within, you know, three to six months. Um, and then maybe even trying to go up a bit higher. And those homes started to sit. Now, um, you know, we don't experience as much of a seasonality, you know, as you do in other areas because of our weather. But towards the end of the year, you know, as we got towards the holidays, we definitely saw a slowdown in showings. Um, and especially if you've got anything that's just, you know, a bit overpriced, you know, no, the, the buyers aren't aren't jumping on it like they were. And just finally, before I let you go this morning, if we take all of the 2023, the highs, the lows, some of the crazy things that were taking place in the market of San Diego, what is the one thing for 2024 that you would like to see above anything else, perhaps just iron itself out, perhaps smooth itself out? Have you got anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I it, to get us a little bit in a in a better position for um you know for for buyers we need to have either you know rates come down into a you know in a, into a high 5 low 6 range which i think is a comfortable point that they should you know uh, head towards problem is affordability we have to get housing more affordable so people have places to live bottom line you know until either the prices soften which i don't want to see that happen for our homeowners then the other you know part of that is you know uh, the the rates have to come down so it's affordable i mean the other third part of that is people's wages would need to go up considerably so it's affordable but i don't see necessarily that one happening right now so it's got to be one of those two dynamics i mean either prices have to come down or rates have to come down Hey, Greg, lovely to talk to you this morning. Enjoy the weather, enjoy the band, enjoy everything that there is to enjoy in San Diego. And we will talk to you again soon on the US Property Podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Every week, we present so much real estate, powerful and up-to-date news to help you better navigate the property market. Know your property with the U.S. Property Podcast. For anybody listening outside of Illinois to appreciate Illinois being a little bit different. Our market, I would say, isn't as dramatic as some of the East Coast or further South Southern states. We are a pretty healthy in-between for having one of the largest cities in the country because our suburban markets offer lots of land, room to spread out space that a lot of other cities or even states don't have to offer. So it's very, very diverse in terms of what you can get for your money and being close to a really large city. We talk real estate from coast to coast every week with expert insights and analysis on the U.S. Property Podcast.